Grab your mason jars, strap on that apron. It's time for Canning with the Diva. Making her mark across the globe. Teaching you how to safely preserve delicious recipes. Please welcome your host, Diane Devereaux, the Canning Diva. Hey everyone, it's Diane Devereaux, the Canning Diva. Thank you so much for tuning in to Canning with the Diva. I am super excited to talk about all things peaches galore. Yes, it is peach season here in Michigan, and I have been busy in my kitchen working on different recipes to create and preserve these yummy, beautiful fruits. And in today's episode, I am going to share with you three different recipes. Uh, we're going to talk about how to preserve peach slices by keeping the peel intact. And we're also going to dive into a very fun ginger chutney recipe. It's absolutely delicious. It's fun to make. And you're going to really have even more fun finding wonderful uses for it. And then lastly, we're going to talk about a simple peach jam recipe. It's loaded with flavor, but it's super simple to make. And it is a, a really wonderful way to utilize the peaches and put up as much jam as possible so you don't have to run to the store and buy jam again. Um, the, the lazy peach recipe, as I call it, is uh, derived from me just, you know, wanting to keep the nutrients and be a bit lazy. <laughs> I didn't want to blanch and peel all those peaches. So I kept the skins intact and of course defuzzed them. And uh, I made a really delicious um, individual syrup per jar and flavored it with a touch of cinnamon. So they're, they're, they're just beautiful and delicious. And you can, I just recently used some making a, um, like it's like a breakfast bake. I take like granola and then I add some egg and milk and cinnamon and nutmeg, mix it all together. I add raisins and then I topped it with my lazy peaches and baked it in the oven. It's, it's so yummy and it works really well if you have company coming over and you can pre-make this in the refrigerator and pop it in the oven the morning of, and you can you can feed a, a large group with it. So lazy peaches is more than just, you know, eating a peach from a jar. There's a lot of wonderful ways in which you can incorporate this into your cooking and baking. So um, yeah, definitely excited to share that one with you. And then the ginger peach chutney, that was a request from one of my followers on Facebook when I was talking about the lazy peach recipe. She really wanted something, you know, that she could use in her charcuterie boards. And um, she's also a baker, so she wanted to be able to incorporate it into some of her desserts. And I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. So this ginger peach chutney recipe uh, oh yeah, you're going to love it. <laughs> There's a lot of fun uses. And again, I wanted something simple. Uh, the only thing you're going to have to make sure you either create or procure is the crystallized ginger, but we'll dive into that here in a little bit. And uh, I hope you have as much fun with it as I did. And then lastly, um, the peach jam, you know, um, I, I, 
love creating a variety of jams and jellies so that that way, you know, I know what's going into each jar. I'm not having to ingest seven to 10 cups of sugar. You know, I can, I can monitor that and I can still eat something healthy uh, from fruit that, you know, was grown right here in my home state and oftentimes just down the road at, at my local farmer or orchard. So um, all of these recipes are available at uh, canningdiva.com. So if you wanted to print and download them, I you may do so. Um, otherwise, grab a notepad and pen and we will dive into each individual recipe so that you can create it, uh, each one of them, this canning season. Before we get into the recipes, however, I want to talk a little bit about peaches. I think sometimes we think we, we, we look at a peach and just say, you know, it's something to be eaten fresh. And don't get me wrong, they're delicious when they're fresh. That's where they have the bulk of their, their vitamin content. Unfortunately, when we expose things to heat, we lose a little bit of those vitamins. But, you know, with water bathing, we're not excessively heating the peach. And so we are still maintaining a lot of those nutrients and, and the flavor. Um, peaches naturally are low in calories. So a peach only has like 39 calories to it. So if you're, if you're on a diet or you're watching your caloric intake, peaches, you know, provide us a lot of nutrients and they are low in calories and saturated fats. So it's a very healthy snack and it can be incorporated into a lot of meal creation. You can even take a fresh peach, slice it, remove the pit and uh, throw it onto the grill. It's, it's absolutely delicious. So, you know, don't don't think that peaches only have to be loaded with sugar and and eaten in a jam. I mean, there's a lot of fun things you can do, and you know, believe it or not, because of that gorgeous orange yellow coloring, that that means they're loaded with beta carotene, and that's a pro vitamin, and it's extremely healthy to us. Not to mention, peaches are um, loaded with vital minerals such as potassium and iron. So if you haven't thought of canning peaches before, I highly hope that this episode gets you excited to do so and you find that you're you're filling your pantry not only with delicious food, but very beneficial foods. Uh, The reason I wanted to talk a little bit about those minerals, specifically potassium and iron, is because potassium is a very important component of cell and body fluids uh, that help regulate our heart rate and our blood pressure. And iron is also required for us to have red blood cell formation. So it's extremely important, even though, yes, it's a sweet treat in a lot of homes, um, it is very important to our health to have these vital minerals as a part of our, you know, everyday uh, diet. So let's dive into some of these yummy peach inspired recipes, shall we? Um, As I was mentioning earlier, uh, the lazy peaches uh, was a way for me to simplify this year's home canning endeavors by alleviating a lot of the time that we put into the prep work and, and more specifically, the time we put into blanching and peeling those peaches. Uh, This lazy peach recipe basically removes that step. And, you know, now the home canner doesn't have to uh, 
first spend that initial hour blanching everything and then go back to those peeled peaches, cut and pack jars. You don't have to do so with this recipe. So leaving the peel on the peach is going to give us, you know, that that leg up from a, a nutrient standpoint. It doesn't create anything unsafe in the jar. Truly, it is a personal preference. But in my thought process, you know, why waste those precious nutrients by removing the peel if you can simply wash and defuzz it? And I know that's a funny term, defuzzing something, but you know, peaches naturally have all of those little hair fuzz-like fibers on them. And um, most of us, when we're going to eat a fresh peach, the first thing we do is we take that peach, we go right to the sink with running water, and we remove in our hands and running water all of that that peach fuzz. Um, you do the same thing when you're getting ready to can them. What I suggest doing is just dumping your peaches into a very large colander. And yes, you're going to have to individually touch and and clean each peach, but we're going to do that anyway, right? So taking off that extra peach fuzz and rinsing it under cool water and then placing the peaches onto a cutting board uh, is all you need to do for this recipe. And so um, once that's done, you know, it's now just grabbing a paring knife and slicing that peach along its natural indentation, you know, it has kind of like this natural line. You just slice all the way around it, and then you place the peach into each hand, uh, each side, right? goes into each hand, and then you're going to twist the halves into an opposite direction, and then simply pull it apart, exposing the pit. When you do that, it makes removing the pit so much easier. And I have found that if you use a flat-faced ice cream scoop, not a rounded one, but just a flat-faced scoop, you just it it you just kind of work your way around that that pit and boom, pops right out. Makes it super easy. Now, for this recipe, if you want to leave your peach in halves, you're welcome to do so, or you can slice them up. And create nice little peach slices, which honestly, you're going to yield more and have more versatility. And it's going to be easier down the road if you uh, were going to slice the peaches anyway, right? But if you like having them in halves because of how you use and ingest them, feel free to do either way. And uh, go ahead and leave the the slice, the, excuse me, the peel on. And uh, what I find exciting and fascinating is when we do this, peaches will have a variety of coloring and sometimes certain peaches have a little more red to them, a little more orange. And what's nice about the water bath processing, when we expose it to heat, that coloration now escapes the peel and becomes part of the juices. And it really gives each jar a beautiful red hue. And um, it's it's so funny to me how they start in the jar with all the red on the peel. And then as soon as you pull them out of the canner, boom, they are, um, they're now all this fleshy yellow color and the liquid itself becomes like that red tone. So it's, it's kind of cool. Now for this recipe, 
I am going to, again, it's lazy peaches. So we're going to be a little lazy here. We're going to be taking and making individual syrups within each jar. And I'm going to give you the steps to do that. If you don't want to do that and you really like to sweeten up your peaches with a simple syrup, um, I have on my recipe, or excuse me, on my website at canningdiva.com, um, a, a chart that gives you simple syrup uh, measurements based on if you want extra light, light, medium, heavy, very heavy syrup, so that that way you may um, create a large batch of syrup and then cover your peaches in in that. You can, you can do that for this recipe. So don't feel that if you have a certain way you like to sweeten your peaches that you now have to change that. You can create the simple syrup and skip the individual jar steps. Oh, and because this recipe uses cinnamon, if you're not a fan of cinnamon, you may omit it from the recipe or you can swap it with another dried spice such as nutmeg or allspice, cloves. Feel free to flavor it as you see fit or omit the dried seasoning altogether. Okay, so let's dive into the lazy peach canning recipe. This recipe is going to make roughly eight pints or four quarts. So depending on if you're picking peaches, if you're buying a half bushel or a bushel, you can scale this recipe up as much as you need to. It's entirely up to you. Uh, Just know that what I'm going to give you today is going to yield eight pints or four quarts. To start, you're going to want to have 32 medium peaches, and you want to either slice those or have them. Uh, eight teaspoons of sugar, or you may use honey if you prefer. You'll need one teaspoon of cinnamon and 10 cups of water. To start, you're going to place one teaspoon of sugar in each pint jar or two teaspoons of sugar into each quart jar. Now, if, again, you prefer to make your you know, syrup on the stovetop, skip that step and just go to my chart and make your syrup individually, okay? Now, if you're using the cinnamon or another dried spice, I'd like you to place an eighth teaspoon of the cinnamon per pint jar or a quarter teaspoon per quart jar. Let me say that again. An eighth teaspoon per pint and a quarter teaspoon per quart. Now, after your peaches are either sliced or halved, I want you to place them into the jar. We're just raw packing these. Um, You want to place them in as tight as possible, but without mashing and disfiguring the peach shape. So if you start getting some resistance, don't go cramming and mashing them in there. Um, Place some Tetris, move them around a bit, but try to leave them intact and make sure that you're leaving a half an inch of headspace in every jar. Next, I want you to take the cool water and I want you to fill each jar to the half inch of headspace marker. The water does not need to be boiling water temperature. Just be sure that whatever temperature you choose, it matches the canner water. So if you're going to use cool water like I did, make sure the water in your water bather is also cool. If you prefer to use boiling water, make sure your jar is warm make sure that the water bather water is also warm. You don't want to thermal shock the glass jars by placing cold jars into boiling water or boiling water into cold jars, okay? And then just make sure your canner water matches whatever it is you choose. 
Now, next, uh, I want you to use a head, headspace measuring tool, and I want you to gently move, re, you know, the the peaches around a bit to to escape any of the trapped air pockets. And then, if they're very tightly packed and you can't get the headspace measuring tool in there, just gently tap each jar onto a cutting board so that the the trapped air pockets escape. And then remeasure to make sure you're maintaining that half an inch of headspace. Add more liquid if you need to. All right, wipe each jar rim and screw band with a wet washcloth dipped in vinegar. Place your lids and rings onto every jar and hand tighten. Place the jars in a water bather and make sure that they are fully submerged by the water. And because we're going to process everything for 20 minutes or more, what I want you to do is I want you to make sure every jar is covered by at least two inches of water. Okay, we've got to account for that evaporation. So go ahead and crank your water bather on high, get it to a full rolling boil. And I want you to process pint jars for 25 minutes, quart jars for 30 minutes. Okay, or according to your elevation. So if you're in a higher elevation, it's going to have to go a little bit longer. But do not start your timer until the water is at a full rolling boil. And then, as always, once your timer is done, everything's completed its processing, shut that burner off, remove the canner lid, and please allow the canner to just sit still for a good five minutes before you take the jars out and put them onto a cutting board to cool, okay? We don't want to agitate those jars when they're very active and boiling. We want to let them sit still for just a few minutes and then remove them from the canner. Okay, so that, ladies and gentlemen, is my lazy peach recipe. See how easy that was? I mean, it you really can get a lot done when you're not having to blanch and peel every peach and then go back through those peeled peaches and cut them all up. It's also kind of a pain too, because once the peel is gone, they're quite mushy. Um, they've been exposed to heat. So we've already, you know, broken down the, the, the fiber of, uh, and the integrity of that peach. And it's often why, uh, we wind up with kind of, kind of a mess in, in each jar, uh, not to mention all of the time it takes to prep all that. So the lazy peach canning recipe is going to be a lot of fun for you, those of you who grow a lot of peaches or you pick a lot of peaches and you're, you just dread that blanching step. So have fun with that one. Let me know how it turns out. Again, this recipe is on canningdiva.com. If you want to print it out, all of those instructions are there for you. And uh, yeah, tell, tell me what you think of skipping that blanching step. Now, when we create the peach ginger chutney or the ginger peach, you can exchange the two terms. Uh, they're interchangeable because they are the highlight of this chutney recipe. Um, we do want to blanch the peaches. Now, the beauty of this, however, is we're not using as many, right? We are creating a chutney. So the peaches are a, a portion of the recipe. And yes, they do make up the majority, but we're only yielding four cups of diced peaches. So typically, you know, depending on the size of the peach, you can yield almost one cup of, of diced peaches from one peach. If they're smaller, however, you're going to need to double that. And that's where I say in the recipe, it's going to take eight to 10 medium-sized peaches 
If you have very large peaches, it might take only four or five peaches. So uh, depending on where you live and and where they're grown, um, just know that at if you're if you want to yield the four cups and they're smaller, you want to select about eight to ten peaches. You are going to want to blanch those, and uh, it'll naturally. For those of you not familiar with blanching, uh, what happens is 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 the heat from boiling water will naturally lift and separate the skin from the fruit, allowing you to just you know peel it off very easily and quickly. If you don't want to, or are maybe you're limited on space and you don't have the space to be blanching and canning at the same time, you may use a soft fruit peeler and peel the peach by hand, okay? So let's dive into the ingredients in a bit more detail here. This recipe, the ginger peach chutney, is going to make three pints or six half pints of chutney. And it's an it's a mixture of peppers and peaches and spices and garlic and of course the crystallized ginger. It's absolutely delicious. You are going to love it. Okay, so ingredients: eight to ten medium peaches. You're going to have them peeled and diced so that you yield four cups. You'll need one cup of golden raisins, three banana peppers, and you're going to want to deseed those and chop them up because you want to yield a half a cup of chopped banana peppers. You'll need eight to 10 large pieces of crystallized ginger. They're going to be coarsely chopped so that you yield a half a cup of chopped crystallized ginger. You'll also need one tablespoon of minced garlic, two cups of apple cider vinegar, one cup of light brown sugar, one tablespoon of mustard seeds, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, one teaspoon of ground ginger, and a half a teaspoon of ground coriander. Like I said, now that I've gone through those ingredients, I know you're smiling. This is going to be so delicious. I can't wait for you to try it. Okay, now for the instructions, it is quite simple. Once everything is prepped and peeled and diced, it is a very simplistic recipe. You're going to Add the the peaches, the raisins, peppers, and the crystallized ginger to a stock pot, and you're going to bring it to a boil using medium-high heat. Once it's at a boil, you want it to continue to boil for 10 minutes, and you're going to be mixing and stirring that quite often. We don't want to scorch anything, especially because there's some sugar in there, which is coming up next. (laughs) You're going to add the vinegar, sugar, mustard seeds, cinnamon, ginger, and coriander to the pot, mix it really well, and continue to to boil, all right? We want to, you don't want to do a hard rolling boil. You want it to be more of like a rapid simmer, right? You want to see it bubbling. The goal with chutney is to get it to thicken up naturally by exposing it to heat to evaporate any excess moisture that's naturally within the food and, of course, the vinegar that we've added, okay? We want to reduce this down and get it thick, all right? And that's going to take roughly mm, 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes it might take a little longer if you're more of at a, a medium simmer. Just keep working it, keep stirring it, keep an eye on it, and as it thickens to a nice consistency, that's when you'll remove it from the heat. Using a funnel and a ladle, you're going to fill your jars, uh, making sure you you keep a half an inch of headspace. 
because of its thickness, there shouldn't be too many trapped air pockets, but if you visually see any along the side, use your headspace measuring tool, pop that pocket, fill it in with the chutney, and then of course, re-measure to make sure you're maintaining the half an inch of headspace. As always, you're going to wipe those jar rims with a washcloth dipped in vinegar, place your lids and rings on there, hand tighten, and then water bath this recipe for 10 minutes. Now, it doesn't matter if you're using the pints or the half pints, they still process the same, and that is for 10 minutes. And then make sure that, again, you don't start that timer until the canner water is at a full rolling boil. Super delicious, super easy. And there's there are a lot of uses. Um, recently, I had purchased a small thing of uh, brie cheese, and I just wanted to see what it would taste like if I were to, you know, slowly bake that in the oven and then place the chutney over top. Yeah, delicious. Uh, I it blends beautifully with um, salty meats and cheeses on a charcuterie board. Um, I believe one of my followers added this to the center of her muffins when she was uh, making muffins and then baked them. And she said it was absolutely delicious. So there's, there's no wrong way to use this chutney. There are only delicious ways to use it. So have a lot of fun uh, making and preserving this recipe. Um, it's also a really good gift idea. So don't forget to think about the holidays coming up. It, especially if you happen to have a family member or um, a friend, a neighbor who loves uh, chutney or unique items that you may not find in the store, this would be a really good gift idea. So keep, keep that in mind uh, this, this canning season. If you have a lot of peaches, it's a really fun gift idea with the holidays coming up. Okay. Peaches galore, right? That's that's the name of the episode, and that is what we're doing. We are talking all things peaches. And last but not least, I want to share with you just a very simple and delicious peach jam recipe. Um, it's it's nothing you know new. It's nothing that I have uh, you know invented. A lot of these simplistic you know fruit jams have been preserved in jars for decades and generations. So I'm going to share it with you so that while you're in the kitchen making various peach-inspired recipes, if you're like me and you buy your peaches by the half bushel or the bushel, and you've already got you know the chutney going, you've already done several batches worth of um, lazy peaches, and now you just happen to have like you know, 12 peaches left over and you're like, okay, I don't feel like eating them fresh. I've already made enough chutney. I really don't need any more sliced peaches. This is a perfect, simple recipe to just use up the rest of that half bushel so that nothing goes to waste. Um, the peach jam is going to yield roughly six uh, half pints. And that means two full pints. So depending on how you like to preserve your jam, if you are, you know, you live alone, you just need it in half pints because you don't eat it very often, or half pints are great for gift ideas, it'll make about six of those. Or if you want to do everything in pints, 
utilize what you have left. Just know that you're going to want to make sure that you have four cups of finely chopped peaches per batch. So as you're working through the remainder of those peaches, get them all peeled, measure them up, and you'll know if you're increasing your yield by every four cups. So then if you have eight cups of finely chopped, you now know you're going to get 12 half pints or six pints. So just kind of work that through. And and I'm sorry, my math was wrong earlier. It would be three pints, not two, if you just did four cups. So let me, let me go through that again for all of you tuning in. Um, this recipe will make six half pints or three full pints. And that is all derived from four cups of finely chopped peaches. Okay. The reason why it makes so much with such a small yield is because we are adding some sugar. Now, I have found that I like to um, use... I like it better when it's less sugar. Now, sugar is often used as the gelling agent in jam. So what I did is I added less sugar and increased the peaches. So what I'm going to do for all of you, now that you've got your notepad and pen, is I'm going to go through the ingredient list and I'm going to share with you um, how to keep your yield but use less sugar. If you want to stick with the higher sugar recipe because that's what you're used to, I think that's what Ball has published. Um, there's a couple other canning recipe creators out there that um, duplicate you know, Ball's recipe. You may, you may do so and stick with what you like, stick with what you know. But if you're like me and you want just a little less sugar um, but and more peach flavor, this is the recipe for you. So go ahead and grab your pen and paper and let's go through this ingredient list. Okay, so you're going to start with six cups of finely chopped peaches. And if you don't want to take the time to finely chop them and you'd rather just kind of mash them up because they're going to get mashed anyway. Um, I've When I made my second batch, I did that. All I know is you want to yield six cups of fresh peaches to start, okay? Then you'll want to have two tablespoons of lemon juice. And then I don't use fruit pectin. I use clear gel. And what I do is I also use then three cups of sugar. <clears throat> so for those of you who want to use the cook type clear gel like me, you're going to use a half a cup of clear gel. And that's not powdered pectin. That's clear gel is entirely different. And what I do is I take the three cups of sugar and I whisk in the uh, half a cup of clear gel and then I add it to the recipe. When we, when we go through the instructions, I'll give you more detail. But let's run through this very, very simple recipe one more time. Six cups of chopped peaches, fresh. Make sure they're peeled. You're going to need two tablespoons of lemon juice, half a cup of cook-type clear gel, and three cups of sugar. Super easy. right? You're going to have delicious jam on your hands with just those four simple ingredients. Now, when you are um, 
making your jam. If you like to flavor it using the dried herbs, you can do it just like we talked about with the lazy peaches. If you want to add a little bit of cinnamon, if you want to add nutmeg or clove, or just keep it plain, that's entirely up to you. Just know that dried herbs and seasonings aren't going to affect the pH in any negative way. So all you need to do then is just add it to your uh, mixture on the stovetop and taste it as you go. Okay. Otherwise, like me, I just left mine plain. I wanted just the peach flavor, a touch of sugar, and that yummy gooey thickness that the clear gel gives us. Okay, so for this recipe, it's no different than anything else you're going to see in in any other um, canning cookbook. You're going to, you know, bring the peaches to a boil. I like to lightly mash mine with a potato masher. Um, I want to have some chunks. I don't, I don't take the time to finely chop. I roughly chop. Sometimes if I'm being lazy, boy, is that the theme this year or what? <laughs> I will just have them and mash them as they cook because I like there to be bits and pieces of the fruit when I spread it onto toast or I use it in a sandwich or however I decide to go about using it. I don't want it to be um, so fine that I almost taste more sugar, right? I really want the fruit. So I bring that to a boil in a stock pot, all six cups. I mash as I go. I want the liquid to come out. I reduce the heat to a, a, a rapid simmer because I don't want to scorch anything. I then add the whisk together clear gel with the sugar. I bring that, return that to a boil. I add the two tables of, uh, tablespoons of lemon juice, bottled lemon juice, okay? And I just mix that in. I only let it uh, rapidly simmer for one more minute, and then I remove it from the heat. It's truly that simple, ladies and gentlemen. Jam really is simple. You then fill your jars, making sure you leave a quarter inch of head space, and then wipe your jar rims with, you know, washcloth dipped in vinegar, add your, uh, your lids and your rings, and now you're going to put that into a water bather, cover that with water, and you're going to bring that to a boil. And once it's at what? A rapid boil, that's when you start your timer. Now, whether you chose to do uh, pints or half pints, it doesn't matter. They're all going to process the same. And they are going to process for 10 minutes, okay? Once that timer's off, again, let them sit and let them cool off and calm down before you remove them from the water bather to cool. Yeah, it's really that simple. Now, there are some individuals that say when they really, you know, start boiling everything that they unfortunately wind up, you know, getting foam and you want to skim the foam off. You know, I have never really had that much foam. I, I don't know um, if it's because I, I really only boil the peaches down uh, just enough to get them the consistency I want. And then when I add sugar and when I, I, I just, I guess I don't overboil. And, and it's probably a key for fruit for all of you tuning in. The longer you leave it on the stove, the natural sugars can caramelize unfortunately. And that's how we get a browner look to it, right? So you can almost get, if you leave it too long or, or bring it too hard to a boil, it can get a burnt flavor. 
fruit naturally has sugar in it. And then we're adding more sugar. So if we over-process this before we even get it into the water bather, we could render it uh, discolored, darkened, uh, tasteless sometimes, or unfortunately, God forbid, that burnt flavor. So don't kill your fruit before you <laughs> before you even get it into the jar. And just know that you'll have very easy, simple, delicious, naturally sweetened jam to place on your pantry shelf. All right, everyone, I hope I've given you three delicious peach galore recipes that you can utilize this canning season. I want to hear from you. So feel free to head over to my website at canningdiva.com and contact me or shoot me an email with any questions or updates as you're making these delicious recipes. My email address is diane at canningdiva.com. And of course, if you are new to home canning, you've been listening in over the years and you're ready to make that leap, but you just want to have a guiding hand, Feel free to take a look at my online courses at canning.university and consider being a student. I'd love to, to hear from you if you, you enroll and you're enjoying what I'm bringing to the table. Um, and then, of course, I want to hear from you and all of your successes and maybe some of your mishaps. I want to be with you every step of the way. Thank you so much. Happy canning and tune in next week.